Coming to you from beautiful downtown Spokane, it's the Queer Centric. Just a handful of gays trying to stay alive in this crazy world. With your host, Queerly Johnny. Listen, I have to say, Curter, Curter on the announcing, our producer extraordinaire. That was good. Cool. I liked it. There was I personality. Right? Yay! Yay! The studio audience <laughs> is going wild. Welcome to the very first episode of The Queer Centric. Of course, it is the companion to our magazine that's been out for a little while that you can find at thequeercentric.com. Uh, we know you tuned in because just millions of you have been waiting for this. And I have a special guest in the studio as well. I will tell you his name is Esteban, and the mystery is you don't get to find out what that means until later. Like, who the Ooh. hell is this man? <laughs> but we're going to have fun because uh, this is the first time in this studio and we're just figuring it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're doing this show, Curter. Curter was the producer of a show that we did uh, called Outspoken for four years and then went to the Martini Lounge, which was a podcast for another three years. So seven years. Yeah. Uh, and, we, and you will find we, we learned very little. And it's just, it's just, you know, hot mess. Here you go. <laughs> well, and you, also, go ahead. We learned that my dance is outlawed on the No, radio we do not podcast. talk about. No, this is a new chapter in our lives. No dancing from the Curter. No dancing from the Curter. And even better is, Esteban, you had an amazing podcast that you had been recording that was way better. It puts us to shame. But so you have experience. Oh, yeah. Totally. And you're a performer. So I, I I blend in right right well. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, we went to theater the other night. I mean, we were more exciting than half the people. That, yeah, we were. That <laughs> half the people wanted to sit at our table. And yeah, they did. And we're going to talk about that great night a little later. But I want to say, Curter and I were talking about doing a podcast again. First of all, I miss being in front of everyone. I'm a I'm a what's the word? A media whore. I'm a media whore. Oh, is that what we You're call just it? The right. Yes. There it is. Just a whore. <laughs> Yeah, but we don't slut shame here, sir. Um, I, I, what did I say? I want to have a fragrance. I want to call it "Dirty Whore" by Jonathan Sheffield. Yeah, because it sounds so <laughs> innocent and not, which really is me, is me. But Curtis, we were sitting down. And we were talking about, and I want us all to talk really quick about why. What everybody has a podcast. Why is it important for us to have this podcast? Why do we? Why is being queerly centric important? Um, so I thought it would be a nice way to say, hey, this is why we're putting our foot in. Because I think, personally, I think it's always important to have your voice heard. Even more important when you are, your community that you, you feel you belong to is being kind of under attack. A lot of communities are. Ours is one of many, and that's terrifying. So, Curter, is that what you were feeling? Like, why did you want us to get back in this? You just missed me a lot. Yes, I always miss you. <laughs> You're so that's missable and likable. I'm missable. And cuddly. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, look. Oh, my God. I'm going to get red faced. Why does it sound like a hookup app? I now? know. <laughs> I know. This is actually Grinder. I'm Grinder oh, at night. No. I'm not right. like Jonathan. I can't just say things up off the top of my head. You have to write it out. Yes. I'll send you questions. And practice next time. it. Right. And practice it. No, I'm telling you, your <laughs> intro, you were nervous. I think you're doing really well. All we can do is grow from where we start, right? So that's good. Why do you, now you're, we're going to talk a little bit more, but you, your life is an activist, mm. just period. Why would you, do you think it's important? Absolutely. I think when we consider, like you were saying, the time and space that we find ourselves in, the point in history that we're at, like, um, sure, 
these are personal ventures and yeah you can be a media whore sure like that's totally okay hallelujah but also like we need to be time stamping what the experiences are like right now and i think especially in spokane a lot of folks um it's not that they dismiss our stories but i think they just don't realize the expansion of identity here and and the different ways that folks choose to show up and so i think having the opportunity to capture story and to capture time and then to also just you know shoot the shit for a couple of minutes yeah. like it's all important it all contributes to the collective story of who our community is but also we get to learn more about you and we get to experience you oh, alongside of it. And it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's all wonderful. Yeah. And it's good. I was actually having this conversation, which is so weird because it's a conversation I think we had 20 years ago, but I was talking to someone who comes from a different camp mm. than, than I come from. Definitely not as liberal as I am. And the importance of, of talking about if we don't tell our story, if all you see is a one note in front of you. You can paint my face however you want to paint it. If you want to not like me, you can put a face of a monster on me. Yeah. But if you know me, if you know me as a real person with real uh, experiences, it makes it a lot harder to justify why I hate that person. You know what I mean? And it doesn't mean we're not all going to love each other. But you know what? We can all respect that we all exist. But it's funny because... Uh, we can't even. I can't even tell you how long ago I came out. It was a long time ago. <laughs> so during the Jurassic period, when I was coming out, Great. it right. It was about story and mm -hmm. look at marriage equality. Mm -hmm. That was like what ten years ago. Yeah. Um, ten years ago this December, I think November. Uh, what's crazy about that is the reason uh, marriage equality won was because they changed tactics and became about showing people real people stories, yeah. and that's what made. People who told themselves they didn't need to care about us go, oh, I understand. I can relate to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now more than ever, we need that because it is kind of scary out there. Absolutely. With, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so this, I always say, um, until everyone can stand up and be as loud as I am or have the option if they want that loud a voice, I don't have the option not to. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You, I see that when I look at you in your life and what we'll talk about later I see your fearlessness when you stand up. I mean, I've known you for years. Mm -hmm. There is, I look at myself and everything is like, yes, I'm loud, but I'm ridiculous. And I try to be funny. And think, <laughs> but I always, you know, you yeah. have that person inside you. You are someone I've always looked up to. And you have such integrity and you aren't afraid. And you know what's funny is I would actually consider myself the most scared person in the room. What? I know. I'm and I think it's because I'm constantly evaluating risk. I'm taking a look at what's the strategy. But once I realize that there's an opportunity, you better believe that I'm going to jump. And yeah, you better yeah. believe that we're going to jump in all the way. Cuz let's be honest, you and I go to a little soiree this week and yeah. we are so nervous. <laughs> and even though we are both loud and larger than life, yeah. I we we got our drinks and we, and we sit at this table and table. we're like, okay, I don't know, <laughs> within minutes both of us it seemed like some switch was flipped. Yeah. And we had half the room talking to us. We spoke with such confidence. Yeah. You jumped right in there. Let me tell you about what I do and what I can do. Yeah. It was just yeah. part of, and I don't know, I think it is a piece of us. I tell my friends all the time, I talk to Kurt about this. I'm tired. I marched in my 20s. Mm. I raised hell. And then I sadly, like a lot of us did, thought, oh, I can finally yeah, exhale can and relax. Mm -hmm. And then 
when I realized we were being called back to the front, I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Because it got comfortable. Yeah. And the problem is we got comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And so now trying to motivate folks and say, hey, don't don't sit back. This isn't the time to be sitting back. I think yeah. for a lot of folks, it's, it is a reality check, right? It is hard. It is hard. I'm not going to lie. It's very yeah. hard. But, but also like, it's our joy is important to, on top of it. Like we have to, we have to use the tools that we've got. Yes. But we also have to use what we naturally know how to do. And, yeah. and for me, like I only know how to use joy. I only know how to laugh. I only know how to show up in spaces with full happiness and, yeah. and, and, and also help helping radiate that happiness to others. And like, and I think that's, that's why important. a whole room of people can, people we don't even know can be yep. drawn to be like, I, one lady told us i just feel like i need to sit with you guys she did yeah and and of course by the end of it y'all were connected and yeah i've talked to her uh, (laughs) yesterday and today as a matter of fact but that's what we do and it isn't even about an arrogance of thinking it's no it's you talked about joy it is exciting to me to connect with people and to to know we are positive and have the same sorts of goals that's exciting and and i stopped waiting for permission i think the other part too is i well i was raised in a pretty not necessarily oppressive um like family but there was definitely rules and ways that you interacted and right and so everything was by a way of permission or like you, you couldn't do things without you know someone giving you the okay. Whatever, whatever. It, there was yeah. ju- there was just a lot of authority, right? Yeah. And so now to be in a space of life where I'm like, this is me. This is who yeah. I am. I can't give you any more. I can't give you any less. And so I'm yeah. just going to show up authentically as who I am, and I'm going to take what I can, and I'm going to do what I can. Like that's there's also a part of me too now where I'm like. You're gonna get what you're gonna get, and I'm gonna give you everything. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you can go. Yeah. I had to get to the place where I'm like, it might, I might be messy. I might be, but this is just, but don't you think there's, cause you talked about yours. Mine is because I was raised by a Baptist minister and I love, mm. I love my family, but because in that religion and being a minister's kid, you had to ask permission for everything because you had to be, oh, yeah. act a certain way, look a certain way. Don't you think there's a time, not everybody gets it, but where you have to unlearn and then you grant yourself permission to say, I'm, I'm talking a lot lately about accessing my power. Because we took that, and mm-hmm. easiest way to control mm-hmm. you is to make you believe you don't have power. Yeah. To make you believe your voice means nothing. Yeah. And unlearning that is a big thing. And for most of us, that comes in our 30s and our 40s, which is crazy yeah. that we don't start that way. It, it is. It's very weird. And so I think trying to, using, okay, using podcasting as a way to help introduce these ideas to folks. And hopefully they interact with it earlier on so that way they realize when they're 17, 18 and they're being kicked out of their house or they're experiencing exclusion at school or whatever it can be to say, you have the tools available to you to say, I am already enough. Yeah. And the the scary thing is those stories are still happening. Everybody, a lot of people assume that, oh, well, no, it's so much better. And it is. Thank you for that. But not for a huge majority of people. Kids are still kicked out. Kids are, you know, for millions of reasons, but for me, it seems the same. I know a lot of kids who are still uh, shamed because of their religion. I mean, it's all used. I do have to say success story. This is what I call it. Carter... Back in the day, I mean, he was, our radio show was political. That was its whole purpose, right? Kurt refused to vote. Kurt refused to know anything about politics. Something happened while I was gone. 
because I started, I'm in LA and he's, he'll start texting me because he's so mad and he's read up on things. And now just yesterday did the same thing. I can't believe this is what's happening. Yeah. And I'm like, that is what's exciting. Getting people re-engaged in the world around them. And so, I mean, Curter, did you ever think, think that would happen to you? Never. I, I like, he's a man of few words. <laughs> Never. <laughs> no. I, it just, I don't know. The politics just grow on me. Well, know? and you realize it was affecting you. Like, it oh, affects yeah. us as people. It's not just, oh, yeah. they talked about Ellen Hill and we're fine. We ain't fine. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like before we get in, so that's what, okay, so that's why we're doing a podcast. In case you were wondering, <laughs> that was your hour-long diatribe about that. But before we move on, I, I feel like I should probably say your name now. Sure, Because great. I feel like we've been getting in there already. <laughs> we're not afraid. So um, I just want to say that my friend here on the mic next to me is Esteban Harevia. Do I say your last name right? You do. I was hoping after five years that I would do it. <laughs> his pronouns are he, him, his. And he is the president and CEO of Spokane Pride, the organization that produces the Spokane Pride Parade and Festival, which was huge this year. Huge. Oh, my God. He co-founded Wonderfully Made Spokane, a nonprofit entrusted with increasing inclusion and celebration of LGBTQ plus people in faith communities. I definitely want to get into that. Uh, Esteban is the strategist for health justice and belonging at the Washington State University, Elson S. Floyd, okay, I said it right, good, mm-hmm. uh, of medicine, and he, this I didn't know, and he was recently recognized in the Spokane Coeur Living Top 20 Under 40 list for 2021. That's big. It's big. I love that magazine, first yes. of all. yeah. But to be named, yeah. especially, there's a lot of people. We're not a 500-person town. No, it's it's a very we. I live a very weird life right now. I and love it, yeah. The biggest thing I want to say after you reading that is, like, I wish my 15-year-old, 15-year-old self could, like, see where I'm at now. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. He's in there watching oh, this in. whole thing yeah. and going, what the hell did that? Yeah. That's the joy of growth. Yeah. yeah. I want to just shake him and be like, you're going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. Chill out. Cry less. Or cry more, whatever it is. Whatever to like, process it out. But yeah. do you think you would be as uh, as successful at all of this if there wasn't a little bit of what you went through? As oh, a absolutely not. You know what I mean? It's yeah. that weird yeah. give and take. Well, it's a learning, right? We all, have, we all have journeys. We all have ways that we're moving and going. And yeah. Totally, totally, yeah. yeah. Do we wish it was easier sometime? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. Does it give character? Sometimes I don't want character. Yeah. But, you know. Life just gives it Sometimes to us. Sometimes I just want to be me. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Why can't it be easy? Um, I want to get into So that is why you're important and our first guest on this mm-hmm. new podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, your voice in Spokane, especially for those of us in the LGBTQ plus community, is so important. And I love that. And so I'm really excited that you're here to kind of help us kick this off not only and for those of you listening not from spokane it's not just about our community the fact is being involved in the area and the spaces that you exist in is very important super important yeah so one of the things that we are lucky enough to get to do uh in this role is we get to go see the best of broadway um which is i always am very grateful because first of all i love broadway i don't know if you could tell i was a theater gay but i am um and (laughs) I love going with you because you understand the same, like, crazy. This is so amazing. Mm-hmm. And we just saw this week, we saw Come From Away. 
I knew nothing about it really other than reading a synopsis. What about you? I knew I knew a lot about it. You did. I did. I knew a lot about it. That's probably it's probably one of the musicals that I've wanted to see for a very long time, but just resources time just never oh, sure. allowed me to. So to get to see it and to see it in such a meaningful way was just like this is isn't it? I knew what it was about. I actually just released a review of what I saw today. And I, but what I've been amazed at is the connection mm-hmm. people have to it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I knew it was a Tony Award winning play. Uh, I, you know, I knew that it was a really supposed to be inspirational story based on true events. I had no idea because I had, I don't know if I just missed out on that like meeting, but people who see it cannot say enough about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, if you haven't read uh, my review, you should, first of all, uh, <laughs> Um it is a story about what happened uh, in, when the terrorist attacks happened in September 11th, uh, 2001, when all the planes outside of U.S. airspace were grounded because U.S. airspace was closed. No one was coming in and out. And there were 7,000 passengers stranded in a tiny little Canadian town, Newfound- Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. I know, it's spelled Newfoundland. It is, but it's Newfoundland. Newfoundland. And it talks about what that community, how they took care yeah. of these strangers that they didn't have to take care of. Yeah. They weren't, a, we, the town wasn't American, they're Canadian. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, we have a million reasons to hate people. Yeah. Um, we're really good at that in our culture. And that wasn't in there. No. 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 They had a million reasons to take care of these people in their minds. Open their homes, uh, donated food, mm-hmm. clothing, because they didn't know how long they were going to have to wait. I mean, already many were on the airplanes for 24 hours. Yeah. At least. Oh, yeah. And just the way that they moved towards action first. Right? They didn't ask it. Like, I went back and I listened to a lot of the interviews again because the story just fascinates me in terms of like mutual aid, folks showing up like that. It just, it's one of the stories that just really, I don't know, really tugs at the core of, of what yeah. humanity, what's possible when we all come together, right? Oh my God, the best part of humanity. The best part of humanity. Yeah. Um, and just going back and listening to the interviews again and how the, the town's folks, they were literally just, they didn't, I mean, of course they were all scared. They were figuring it out too, but they weren't, they didn't ask questions. They weren't hesitant. They moved towards, Right. we've got to care. I felt like they led with compassion, which is something I wish everyone would do Mm -hmm. because all they knew was these people are even more scared than us. Mm -hmm. And when they were off the planes, they had no idea. They were kept basically communication silence. They didn't know why they were grounded. And so in that moment, they're finding out and then terrified. And I thought these people just led with compassion going, this is going to be a lot. Now, there were obviously um, not the greatest part of humanity moments. Oh, absolutely. But in the end, what won out was this overwhelming, I haven't seen a show like that. No. And and just the, the whole, the blocking, the actual like movement of time and space, the whole thing is just brilliant, bril- brilliant, yeah. like whether it's an orchestrated team who came up with that or one person, whoever, whoever were right. the, the the minds behind that, that was like next level. Yeah, there was very Just little. There were minimal changes to show new mm-hmm. environments and things, mm-hmm. and and yet you well, there never was no change. Your mind. No, yeah. it was all the same elements over and over again. Yeah, yeah it was it was wild. And I then, was amazed at that. Yeah. It made me want to go do that show. I want to do that show. See, me too. I was yeah. like, you know what? Of all the shows, I actually would, would rather be cast in right? that than anything else. Yeah. And what's sad is, uh, so it's done 
almost 1,700 shows on Broadway, and that's part of the upper tier that mm-hmm. make it to 1,700. They have announced that on, in Broadway in New York, they are having the last show on October 2nd. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, it's so, this show needs to go forward. But the touring show is uh, staying. Oh, yeah, it's that's going to be a staple, yeah. And that's even more important because that means everywhere around the country, you know, if you can see it and it comes to your town, just get your ass out and see it. We yeah. need to support these kinds of things. You know what I mean? And just to tell that story and realize, no, this is real. People people have the choice to be beautiful yeah. or to be ugly. Yeah. And to sh- tell people, look, we can just choose to yeah. treat each other beautifully. Well, and I think it lets majority audiences know that, that intercultural humility is, one, possible, but two, it's not hard. No. It's not hard to have humility with culture and with right. different types of people like you can there are easy things that you can do there are there are things that we already do yeah that that are natural ways to show um to allow folks to know that they're welcome and that they belong like yeah whether it is you know gathering food for folks or yeah. Like we like in the show, you see the one woman. I forget her name. I think Beulah. It's, Is it Beulah? Not Beulah Sue oh, I love with Beulah. the animals. Oh, I love her. And she works for the ASPCA. ASPCA, and and her entire concern is just the animals, and her whole storyline are just the animals. Yeah. And so, to watch her, to watch her specific storyline, also goes to show that you don't need to show up in one way or yeah. there isn't one specific like path to showing care to showing people that they belong but that we all have our own ways of showing up yeah Yeah, the entire time i was just sitting back going i hope this specific audience can sit back and reflect on you have everything that you need in in front of exactly to show your neighbor that you and in the end we are all humans that's what i loved seeing that we're helping each other up there because everybody's human and they and they see that yeah and I find that, uh, like my Angelou should say, we are more alike than we are unalike. Yeah. And But that is a message lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most of us spend our time with, why do I disagree with you? There is a person uh, that I work with whose favorite pastime has come to me and tell me why he's right and why he disagrees with me. Great. And I'm like, but why, don't, why are we wasting time with that? Mm-hmm. Why aren't we loving the fact of the things we love about each other? Uh, that we can talk for an hour about a, a new movie that we love and we can laugh and we can... That's what our relationship is. That's what humans is. Yeah. I don't have... We don't have to be exactly like each other. Boy, I would be bored if we all were. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd never yeah. date. Never. I am not dating myself because let me tell you. <laughs> I'm a lot, but that's okay. You'll love it, I promise. Um, so if you have a chance, it is actually one of the shortest runs I've seen that they that we get at our theater here in town. Mm-hmm. But please check out if they come to your town, come from away, absolutely brilliant. Um, but you can still get tickets for two more days for Spokane. So, I mean, I would, seriously, just check it out. If yeah. I could watch it every day, I would. I would too. Yeah. I would too. Actually, I thought about that. I was like, I have some extra time on Sunday. Right. Maybe I'll go see it. I think I cried more from just inspiration than I did from being sad. I was just, it was so exciting. Oh, it was. Oh, it was. Yeah. Totally. I love that. Well, so there. There's your little thing. Again, go read the, the review. I need I need numbers. Um, <laughs> there's something else I want to do. I want to do a little segment called... I want to celebrate people who are loud and not afraid and doing things that are interesting. And so uh, I want to have a segment where it's just all about, you're so gay. And we love it. Oh. You know what I mean? Because we love every minute of it. And there is a TikToker. Uh, her name is V Spar. 
And she does on TikTok and everywhere she does this thing. She's on Under the Desk News. And she has a podcast as well. And so I get a lot of headlines from her because she's brilliant. She also, every Thursday, will only do positive. That is all we're doing today. Great. I'm going to tell you some positive things. Great. I am, her energy, I am so connected to her energy. And because I'm going to send this to her later, I do want to celebrate people like that who they need. I want to be a cheerleader and I want to cheerlead those people who are stepping out there and going, you know what? I, you know, if I can't have my uh, Rachel Maddow once she goes away, I'm going to, I'm going to put a V up for a getting back on CNN. (laughs) I mean, go, but she's brilliant. And I love. I need to know the news, but I don't need to be despaired in it. And she has this balance that I can't even begin to explain. And so someone like her, I, I want to celebrate. If you're on TikTok, if you're on uh, Facebook, it's just at Under the, under the Desk News. Um, but you can go find her podcast. Uh, it's called uh, V Interesting. And I'm like, I know, I like it. So she has that as well. So please, I want to celebrate her, and definitely, I want you people to. Yeah, look. There's like a hundred people in here. You don't even know. You don't. Even the fact that you can't see. Well, there are there are a hundred people. Yeah, there. Yeah, there are. And you'll see people will go by the window, and then they're like, "What the hell?" I want there to be speakers. Be like, listen up. Yeah, yeah. But then we 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 could very well be you know beaten down when yeah, we walk out but that's okay that's I, i'm in i want to talk about one other thing before we get into uh, some important why it's important to work in the community and what what that work is and it is i have this thing so kurt thinks it's so funny now listen i may be a little bit of a bitter old queen a little but bit. Uh, t- oh. <laughs> yes. Kurt will watch. Kurt and my friend Will. They watch all of these romance things, and I like. It doesn't matter oh. if it's B. Never mind. Be uh. be real. It is so much romance, and I gay romance, and I'm just like, oh, they're Disgusting. like, you're gay. You should. Let, I don't. I don't like it. I don't uh, either. No. See, two people. I don't care if it's romance or not i just like watching lgbtq plus shows fine you're better than me i understand yeah (laughs) i like lgbt plus shows like the subject matter is beautiful but i get tired i can't even do rom-coms like just going to and watching who's a rom-com person jennifer anson who i adore i don't want to see a rom-com I don't need to see it. I they, there has to be a, a a nice level of humor. So like, oh yes. the proposal with yeah. Sandra Bullock, amazing. Okay. I could watch that I, all the time. I loved that movie. Yeah, but then like the gross. Yeah, like I don't ever want to see a Nicholas Sparks movie again. Oh no, because no, what no, no, are no. you doing? You're trying to kill us and just roll over our hearts. I'm not interested in contriving a, a storyline that's all about Absolutely that. Absolutely not. So Kurt thinks it's funny, and so we've been talking. We're going to do a reaction thing, and I'm going to watch. Right. Yeah, and I will throw up most of the time. But I have to say, and we have different opinions on this, so I'm interested in this. Okay. <laughs> I did watch a new series on Netflix oh, we did. with Definitely. Neil Patrick Harris called Uncoupled. And I have to say, surprisingly, I didn't hate it. Like, I was okay watching it. Because a lot of times I'm like, is this over yet? Because I can't do it. I enjoyed it. And for me, it was because, first of all, they were bringing actors back that haven't been on screen, mm. I think, for probably the wrong reasons. Tisha mm. Campbell's on there. She, I love her. Like, you might know her from Martin. You might, I love that I was watching someone review it, and they only know her from Little Shop of Horrors, which is fine because oh, her yeah. voice is brilliant. Oh, yeah. But, like, she did a lot of other things. She's done a lot of other things. Yes, but to see that she's back, because she's sassy and hilarious, and I love her character in that movie. 
Um, it was nice to see that, but also I enjoyed seeing a man of a certain age, maybe similar to my own, maybe not, maybe I'm 20, um, that was going You're, through the same. I'm so sorry, but you are not 20. <laughs> Don't let these people think that you are younger than what you actually oh, are. Oh, fine. I was 16. I was trying to keep that <laughs> on, the, on the download. No, and I'm, I'm a proud man in my 40s. I have no problem with my age, uh-huh. but I do. Yeah, okay. Maybe a little... <laughs> Listen, don't have your friends on podcasts. That's all I'm saying. Uh, especially not on the first one. <laughs> right. I think it's it was interesting to see Neil Patrick Harris in the show. He plays a character, been in a relationship for 17 years. His partner decides to leave him at 17 years. I'm not saying that I wrote a sitcom and it's a little similar other than I'm chubby and he's not. But whatever. But so it shows the things of what's it like if you're thrown back into dating. Listen, a lot changes in two decades. Yeah. And yeah. he's and his his value system is different than a lot of the men he's trying to date. I found that relatable to me. Mm. But you have some interesting points that I think are valid. <laughs> I am willing to say there are valid points that you shared the other night. I, yeah, I'm just tired of watching older white men, white men in general, get these main shows about being LGBTQ plus and having right. to like navigate love only because a story like mine, the likelihood of it getting... Okay, right now it probably could get some airtime. Probably could. It pro- Yeah. But we I would have to really make it a story. But, but I... Yeah. I have some friends who just, uh, they did Easter Sunday, which is, has a lot of beautiful Filipino actors in it. Yeah. But I was talking to one of them. It's Joe Coy's new movie, if you, if you don't know. It just released. And they were saying, here's the thing. The studio still doesn't believe they can put their money behind a minority-driven no. show. Beca- and so he was saying, everybody please go out because that's the only way we're going to make them see. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Like, even though... That story, your story, is relevant and important. You're right. Sadly, there is still, even if they don't understand it, there is an, uh, a subtle racism that maybe is hiding in their head that they're yeah, not understanding. They're not understanding, no. Yeah. And the, the other part, too, is like you introduce a character like me as a potential to Neil Patrick Harris, the likelihood of me actually even making it to the dinner table for a date is like, Right? Slim. Well, and how is that not a story that we should be talking about? Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Also, so, I, and and so the, the the cynical part of me is yeah. like, I don't wanna I don't wanna spend my time watching yeah. something that's not going yeah. going to affirm right. my existence. Right. So and I, I, yeah. that makes complete sense to yeah. me because I'm the same way. I mean part of why I love this show is because yeah. I am seeing me in it. So just let me slip through and I'm the one exception for you, okay? You'll let the old oh, oh, white okay, guy. Great. <laughs> Especially because I we were talking of like, well, you know, I, I plan to shoot my sitcom mm-hmm. up here. And I would. You should just be in it. It would I be should perfect. Just, be in it. just uh, put me listen, in the back, yes. like every scene, as somebody cleaning the, the back. back. Or... <laughs> what are you talking about? I have lines for you. Oh, no, and, but and that's true. The whole yeah, reason. Yeah, good. The whole and you've heard it's on recording. It's going to be released to the public. Oh shoot! Yeah, you're. Stuck. I didn't sign a contract yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just think it's important because what I knew when I wrote my sitcom was, oh, no one is going to come to my door and say, hey, you're a funny fat guy, you're a bear, we're going to give you the lead role. And so I thought, well, then I'll just do it. Yeah, You know what I mean? And that's why I think it's important that people tell these stories. That's yeah. why I think indie is where it's at for me. Yeah, I love indie because they allow more space than a studio. Now you hope some studio wakes up, and they do more than they used to, 
but it's still not enough. It's still not, and the story has to be a certain level of compelling, and there has yeah, to be certain yeah. elements to it. Yeah, I, I just wish I had the time. I don't have the time I know. right now. You to do it. well, this you know what I I agree with you. With You're you. very busy. I'm there with Can you. Can I also I say this? this? I had to erase from my language. I don't have the time. It didn't mean I was saying I have all the time in the world and I'm going to die. But I knew okay, right now it doesn't fit. But I'm going to stop telling myself I don't have time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yes. that's the thing. Yes, I yes, respect yes. you, and I know you are so busy. But I know when the time comes, you're going to do We're it, gonna and go you're going to want to do it, and you'll yeah. have fun. But, yeah. right, it's just that you your schedule is blessed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is a great... I'm, I'm going to put this. that on my on every single door, on every See? single office door that I have. I'm going to say, my time is blessed. Yes, I am exactly. not here right now. <laughs> I know. And you should. I think it's... I, we always have to reframe the word. Power in words. I believe that greatly. Reframe the things blessed. that we put out there. Mm, yeah. Mm. So I don't expect any royalties. Nothing. Just I'll unless credit, there's men I'll involved. I'll credit you on Instagram. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Every time. I love it. So that's my opinion on rom-coms. We know it. And Will is going to be listening because he's watching. And I know you. You guys could get together and watch all the mushy crap you want. It's not the mushy. And I've believe, turned a lot of them that. off after the first 10 minutes. You know, yeah. if it, it makes oh, it past no, the no, first no, Kurt, 10 that's, minutes. That's porn. So this is different. No, porn only takes me three minutes. Oh! <laughs> you can go for three minutes. Wow, that's amazing. That's, that's, a, that's a selling point right there, too. <laughs> Dang. Love it. I respect that people can like that. Uh, and I have to say, obviously, something can sneak in on me. And that's fine. But I'm not going out of my way. To be like, oh, we're not talking about porn anymore. No, with <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, you Maybe never know. Maybe we are. But that's what I my view. And please feel free to comment and let us know what your views on rom coms are. Or you know, if you'd like to solicit marriage, I'm willing to take those those things. <laughs> Dang, those are big well. Jumps. I didn't say I was going to say yes, but I I do but like. You're more the, than welcome to ask. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you do. I'll put out applications. Have you ever spontaneously burst into tears in the back of an Uber on your way home from a job you loathe? Me either. I bet you've also never hidden in the bathroom at work to get away from that wretched bitch of a boss or taken a shot of tequila from that bottle you hide in the bottom of your desk drawer. Between you and me, who hasn't? Maybe you stubbed your toe and called for a workman's comp just to get a damn break. Well, if you've also never done these things, we should be friends. Here at Misery Loves Company, we specialize in bitch sessions, safe places to fall apart, and creating lifelike voodoo dolls with our shaman, Karen. We'll just call that arts and crafts. So remember, you don't have to love your job alone, because isn't it better to drink together? Give me a call. I'll be standing by. But uh, as you know who my guest is, Esteban Herevia, we have you on for a specific reason. Okay. And that's because, as we talked earlier about why it's important to have uh, this podcast again, why we think it has a right to be in the space, you have made your professional life all about that voice and clearing your own room to be in that space. You know, we talked about the mini hats that you end up wearing. It keeps you very blessed in your schedule. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. Why? Why do you keep showing up? Why do you do it? Yeah, that is a great question. 
And I think I find myself asking it every day, not from a like, what am I doing here? But from a like, why do I stay motivated to this work? Why do I continue to show up? And I, and it always comes back to just people, right? The stories that we hear, the people that we interact with, the mom and dads who don't know what to do or that are making decisions that they think are the best for their families when in reality they're doing more harm than they are doing, than they're helping. Um, when we think about systems and when we think about the folks in charge of the systems and we think about just how everything connects. Uh, and and, and I, I have to own that I have a different way of thinking about things. I have a certain way that I show up that not a lot of folks have the capacity to do. Mm-hmm. And so and so I, I stay motivated for the people, but also realizing that I do play a very crucial part in it too. And I have ways that I show up that other people can't do and people show up in ways that I can't do. And so trying to figure out how I fit into the puzzle or are figuring out that I fit into the puzzle has been really well, and that's important. the difference between a leader and a great leader is understanding that there are many people that can make it. You know what your strengths are, and you know who you need to bring in. Yeah. And I don't. I think a lot of people don't understand that. You know what I mean? No, and I I think folks, it's very easy to glamorize the work. Like it's wow. very you know it's very easy to talk about pride and to sit back and be like. Oh, I, you know, I get to do this thing. Well, and, and to look at the result and not even take into account what it took for you to get that result. No, right. Or or to do the opposite, to over, well, I did this and you didn't do that. You know, that's also very easy to do in the middle of all the, in the midst of it all. out of ego. I mean. Totally. It all, I mean, yeah. there is, there is so much where ego can just sweep in. And I don't, I don't want to, to downplay the reality of like. I do some cool shit. I'm in front of a lot of cameras a lot of days. I'm in front of a lot of media. I have a lot of really important phone calls that I do. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that I get to do. And so I don't want to downplay what I what it can be at times. Yeah. But at the same time, like the fact that I get to do it and to to stay humble and to have moments where I am checked and I have people who are willing to call me out like yeah. And or not just call me out, but call me in. Like, I don't know. It's again, I'm living the most magical life I could have ever imagined. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pos- like possible. I, I felt like in that I'm... moment you were like, "I'm living the most magical life," and in your head you're like, "Am I?" Living the most magical life? <laughs> but you're right. I think it's important to understand. When we were doing the radio show uh, days, I would always say we need to remember that not everybody gets what we're doing. Yeah. Not everybody gets to do the cool things and have the important meetings. And it reminding yourself keeps you balanced. Yeah. You know, to say, because in the end, some days you're going to go home and you're going to be exhausted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you have to have those moments. And I think, I always say that um, through a year, there are, you know, mountaintops and valleys. Mm-hmm. It's natural for any project, especially one of passion. Mm-hmm. And you, there are times that it's going to be a few weeks that you have to remind yourself, why are we pushing through? Why are we pushing through? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? The glories aren't as long as the the work that gets to the glory. Well, it's it's all the the glories are also aren't as long as the the low points either. Sometimes the yeah. low points way outlast. Yeah. yeah, especially working in a community like this. Like, it's hard. I'm not. It is. I'm not well, there lie. you go. Let's talk about the importance of grassroots, of hometown, of 
saying your a lot of people get stuck or maybe it's an excuse i'm not sure of going well i'm not in dc i'm not in new york i'm not in these big cities and i would say you can do way more way more yeah oh my gosh way more i was with a friend we were at an event for the north idaho pride alliance and while we were there he reflected on uh, he came from a big city and how if he were to spend time in the if he were to go to an lgbtq plus event in the big city there's no real consequence right like yeah. and, and there's also a repetitiveness to it where you're in the city it's kind of, you you just kind of know that everybody's yeah some this queer, is what you do yeah some sense yeah, there's somewhere on the on the spectrum yeah um but but here and showing up to an event here if i don't do it who else is going to exactly and uh and i think when i realize i've always been somebody that's been driven by story and by healing that's another thing that i've unlocked recently is like a heal how do we help folks heal along the way right how do we help folks and 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 of course a lot of that is my own trauma speaking right of i never got the chance to uh, I was always thrown into unhealthy patterns and healthy right. situations, and so how do I prevent that from other for other folks from happening? There is there is a sense of like working out of that space at times, but I I think like realizing helping helping folks realize the connection to when you show up, it doesn't just impact you. Yeah, like you literally have the opportunity to impact the lives of every single person in this city. Exactly. And and I don't think people recognize how pr- one proximate that is. Yeah. And two how precious that is too. Like yeah. I I hate to use this language but it truly is a blessing. Right. To serve in such intentional ways here right. and to realize that you can have your impact is one immediate and two expansive. Exactly. Yeah. And especially cuz in the smaller towns around, I mean, we're not by any means, like a podunk town. But the ones that aren't DC, the ones that aren't LA, there are so many people there who need to feel like they're being seen. Yeah. And if no one's out there trying to do that for them, they they don't get that experience. I mean, you've been doing Pride now for... Gosh, this is year three? Holy cow, three, three or four? This is, Which is very weird for me to say. And yet that, may, and that was through, through COVID. COVID. Which We're is, not going to talk about that. Yeah, exactly. That, well, that because you blew over. that out of the water this well, time. So wild. who needs to even go yeah, exactly. backwards? I don't need to go backwards. <laughs> no, no. But you work your butt off. And we need to remember the people in our communities that are working to put these important things on. And it's not uh, you plan it a week before and then you do it. It's not that. It's a you every day there's something that must be done. You're always needing to have minutia. Yeah. That moves forward. Yeah. And you do that. I want to talk uh, really quick. I want you to tell me more about the nonprofit that you have started. Yeah. I'm very curious about this. Yes. So that was started back in 2017, 2018, 2019, <laughs> before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> um, and really the focus of it was um, how do we tell the stories of folks who have navigated their faith and their identity? That was, that was tenant number one. Tenant number two was how do we give space for people to learn? Yeah. And um the the work really right now is about storytelling and how do we give folks the opportunity to hear from people who have either experienced exclusion in the church or who have only known affirmation and how do yeah. we build faith environments, faith cultures, systems of faith that do affirm. This is how traumatized I am. I'm like there are people that have only experienced affirmation. affirmation. There are. There are. 
That's amazing. I mean, I'm not. Oh, no, listen, no, it's good totally for, wild. Good for, for them. Absolutely. I, I didn't even realize that was an option. I know. And for me, that was also very, for a lot of folks, they hear me. I had, I got some feedback one time from, from some folks who said, your God sounds so vengeful and so evil. Oh. I've only known a God of love and mercy. And I'm like, wow. well, we have, in order for us to get to the love and merc- merciful God, we have to we have to recognize the evil and the, and, or not the evil, but how, how bad we are to get to. And, yeah. it, and well, and you also have yeah. to rec, you have to reconcile that part of who God is. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's something that stumbles a lot of, a lot of people because they, they don't know how to reconcile this. And, you know, well, I don't, I don't actually, I think a lot of folks don't, I don't think people know, recognize how good they actually are because yeah. they've been handed scripts that yeah. tell them that they're, they're naturally bad. Yeah. Yeah. That they're who they are is, is, is worthless or only has worth until they perform or until yeah. they hit perfection. Yeah. And so trying to hand scripts to folks now where we, the first message that they receive is you are worthy. Yeah. yeah. You have worth. Why is faith? so important to you because that's huge you know what i mean yeah it, right it's losing its place right now only because uh i want to explore what the role system has yeah oh um, yeah and Just faith kidding, yeah. and system are so yes they're so connected and they're so like true f- what i'm learning is true faith actually is not connected to system yes um but true faith is is not talked about I don't know if I would say that it, it is just not as prevalent, but it, it's yeah. definitely not talked about. It's not we talked don't about. see true exactly faith. true faith to me. One is believing in yourself, but also believing in others. Yeah, it's also giving us the opportunity to choose how we want to see ourselves. Yeah, and also it it means that we have the space to. Uh, um, be our full selves all the time that there is no I love that self. phrase yeah, like there's... stop rewind repeat yeah that's a beautiful thing oh, to yeah. say to and, be our full selves yeah to be our full selves all the time um, and I think true faith when we have that uh, when we understand that as a baseline that faith then allows us to influence others it gives us the opportunity to connect with each other in real ways in ways yeah. that aren't uh, how do you use your platform? How do you use your uh, organization to make those inroads and to build that reality? You know, I, and truthfully, I had, I had to stop with the organization. They they continue to work only because I had to focus on pride. Well, yeah. But my new venture. You mean you can't do everything, can't do everything. all on your own? No, 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 no. God, no. <laughs> I, I never want to. Please yeah. know yeah, that that's no. like, it's not my intention. Yeah. Um, I'm actually starting a business. And the business is specifically focused around celebration and joy and affirmation for LGBTQ plus people. Now, I'm not trying to profit off of people. That's not what we're trying to do. What I am trying to do is to help folks um, when they find themselves in spaces where they need to be celebrated, like coming out, like a wedding, like celebrating a milestone, whatever it is, that we're there to come alongside them and to say, we believe who you fully are. We're here to come alongside you. And what is this called? Uh, it the name has changed multiple times. Okay, so you're still in that We're first. Still, thing. Well, it yeah. shouldn't. I should be at the final phase because I have. Well, to. as we both know, yes, what that is. But yes. you'll get. I'll like, get there. I think right now the name that's sticking right now is House of Reflection. Yeah. 
Um, so the tagline is celebration, affirmation, hospitality, and design. Um, please. Yeah. Please. And so House of Affirmation truly is a space also, where... how fabulous does that name sound? Doesn't it sound I amazing? I feel like not only would it be great, but also you could throw the best parties just with that name. It was just I with that see, name. Yeah. I know. When it, it really came out of my love for disco balls. Oh, yes. And I was talking to somebody and we were like, what is the one, what is the one element uh, at events that I just like cannot get enough of yes. and it's disco balls right yeah. and what what does disco balls what what is a disco ball what's a broken piece of mirror it's yeah. a broken piece of glass yeah. right it's, it's multiple but it reflects such beautiful it, colors it's and, beautiful yeah. colors and it's brought back together for a purpose that yeah. brings us joy and celebration so the house of reflection truly is the idea of uh, mirror broken yeah but reimagined right Re- brought back to life first of all everything that you do I'm so tired because wow you have such energy. <laughs> Second of all, such great inspirational. Does that come from, you said you think that you have a lot of fear. And yet all of that, what it says to the outside is you're fearless. Yeah. How, what gives you the strength if you think you have a lot of fear to push through the fear and do these things? There, there's a couple things. Um, obviously a lot of pain, a lot of, a lot of trauma that I've walked through, a lot of trauma that I've walked through. Um, but then also the the flip side, obviously the flip side of that is a lot of healing and the healing realizing, um, yeah, a, a lot of the 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 time and space really etching into the core of who I am, of of the messages of worth and love and grace and mercy and and really just trying to get it to the core of myself that I am beautiful. I don't need to accept a standard. Exactly. Um, and and I think that you have a right to to be your full to self. be my full self. And then also, then then I with that motivation, it is my responsibility to go out and to shower it over other people. It's my yeah. responsibility to and not saying like a job or no or it's a forced responsibility. Yeah. It truly is my 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 the opportunity that I have now yeah. is to go out and to literally infect people yeah. with it. And yeah. I hate to use that language, but it's right. like, I need to, if I need to bring you into the current that I'm experiencing. Yeah. And as you are feeding others, these, this beautiful energy, they feed you right back. It oh, absolutely. that constant, which is where I think everything truly the truth of life. That's the beauty is that's why, why are we not spending more time uplifting each other yeah. instead of taking because uplifting is a cycle yeah and it and it just is back and forth and what a beautiful thing yeah. it is in the other that i have to say i'm thrilled that you're not whether f- afraid or not afraid that you use whatever you have inside to because no one's doing it so you get to do it not that nobody wants to do something yeah. but you give them permission to let's let's do different it's what i i long for all all the time this is what this is what i gotta say so see this is why you have to be here a lot so we're just having to keep (laughs) keep you coming back because the conversations that happen what i love is we are both silly we both love to laugh oh yeah and yet like as a full human we also have these deep thoughts and philosophies we want to talk about we want to get out there and we always have way more i talked to kurt about this all the time we have way more projects than we probably should oh but you can't (laughs) you can't not and it's because of that and i love because it's expressing this energy it's expressing this love it's expressing this healing that i think if we maybe did more of that 
in this world. Oh, it would yeah. be transformed. Yeah, be exactly. Trans- and the other, the other important piece that I constantly also want to get out is I am not perfect. Yo. And I don't want to create this. And we like, don't have to. I, I don't want to create this celebrity or this persona that I, you know. I think I'm just I'm, everything. I'm and everything. Am, and yeah. I'm so polished. And, you know, you know, Esteban yeah. has made a lot yeah. of mistakes. Esteban has very social. <laughs> you know, I there's, love the there's twinkle just, in your I eye. Because <laughs> I, I want to convey to people like. When you interact with me, you need to realize one, I'm yeah. full pain, yeah. full healing, but also there's, I've experienced a lot yeah. and I don't want to, I'm not trying to hide anything. Right. I'm not trying to be nothing. I'm not. Be it religion, be it whatever it is. But for my life, it was religion. We perpetuate this idea that we must deliver this persona that yeah. is beyond reproach. Wait, Instead yeah. of saying, hey, I have all sorts of sides. I used to say on the radio show all the time, if you want to know, that I am not perfect. Just, just Google me. It's fine. It's fine. You're gonna find things. You're gonna, and I'm yeah. not going to hide. One of the things, and this is yeah. this is gonna tell you just how old I am. One of the things I always respected about Madonna in her career is she just said, "This is it." Like I'm not. I am all of these things. You. She didn't hide behind something that was crafted. Yeah. She just said, and so, so yes, I just compared myself to Madonna. Look at you go. What you would say of. And so you just do to show up who you are and to say without apology. And that for me is huge because as a child, I was perfect if I did these things. No, we are perfect if we exist. And you are exactly who you are. Exactly. And now I'm going to compare myself to Beyonce. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And saying like, I have no choice but to just keep true to myself too, right? And I have to like, I have a creative energy. I know what my strengths are. I'm going to keep using those things over and over again. Do you know what I'm going to put in the description of the show? That it was you and I joined by Madonna and Beyonce. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> hey, if, uh, neither of them will sue us, but it'll be like, it, yeah. Where were they? they? Kurt, say a high-pitched hello. Hello. There they, there were. they were. It was like one voice. Wow, That's how, how gendered of you. <laughs> wow. That was so crazy. First of all, I cannot tell you what uh, I feel very lucky that you you <laughs> took some time and and came in, first of all, first time, as Kurt, the Curter said earlier, in beautiful downtown Spokane, mm-hmm. and that you took time to do this, because it's not easy <laughs> in your life to get it yeah. and to be able to, to find the moments. Yeah. I'm all about the moments right now. Um, and so I thank you. Yeah. I believe in these voices. I have a quote on my email that talks about uh, how important each of our voices are because are the breath in our lungs and the the voices we convey are probably the the biggest assets that we have. And why would they try to silence us if you weren't as powerful as right. the, what that is? Right. And so this these things are important. So I mean, Absolutely. listen, we like to take you to church uh, <laughs> as you come here. But can where can people find? If is there any organization? Is there anything that you want to highlight? Uh, all of them? Any of them? Yeah. Yes. So two. A couple of really big things. One, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Esteban Haravia Jr. Mm-hmm. Very specific because if you just look for Esteban Haravia, you're going to find my dad. I, right. Completely different. And he's not going to know what you're talking yeah, exactly. about. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't remember Esteban that. Esteban Haravia Jr. Um, if you go to my socials, I'll be releasing the business and all that information. Here I'm very so soon. excited. I'm very excited for that. Um, and then the other big thing right now is um, we're working on a campaign with the department. I'm working on a campaign with other or with other activists on 
um, uh, opioid misuse here in the state of Washington. Ooh, that's um, a huge hot button huge, right now. Huge hot button right now. If you, um, you know, one of the big things that we're trying to encourage folks right now is please know that there are drop-off centers. Please know that there are places where you can, um, uh, you can turn in uh, unused medication. So please do that. And it's important to know that's that because important. I don't yeah. think it's, Everybody understands and, and that, that. It's like, everywhere. There's yeah. places everywhere. So please do that one. And then the last thing is go vote. Ve- Thank you. Go vote. vote. If we got Kurt voting, then everybody needs then to be out everybody there. Everybody needs to be yeah. voting. It is so sad so that important. Spokane only had 19% of its population come out and vote this past Because cycle. you know what people think? Well, uh, this is the primary. That, so why was so it I matter? Did, no, no, no. I'm going to vote in the big It time. matters hugely. Hugely. Yes. So go vote. Yeah. Register if you haven't registered. I'll go fucking register. I'll right? go register you, you whatever it is. Okay. okay. That's yes. the joy of a podcast. Great. <laughs> I will register you. I will take you down. Yes. I will get you yes. right. I will get everything. Listen. Whatever you need, I got you. But we need you to go make vote. Make your voice heard. And I don't let's care what you vote impact. for as long as you go vote. Exactly. I mean, I do yeah. care, but please. You know what? Yeah. I care. This is what I ask of people. I want you all to vote. I also want you all to, to read about what you're voting. Exactly. Like, be an educated voter. That is, as citizens, is the way we participate in our culture. So exactly. just be educated and then go vote your heart. Go yes. do it. Go yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much, everybody who's listened. This has been the very first inaugural episode of the queer centric with yes i'm going by queerly johnny i'm gonna have t-shirts mate i'm gonna have hats you have little glasses the, yeah oh yeah there's a whole photo shoot coming and yes. glasses are included so uh i am thrilled that we get to do this kurt you're back to producing did you miss it oh yes greatly okay. you don't need to talk anymore so that was good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you all. Remember, you're going to find these on our website, thequeercentric.com, every week. So do not miss us. And we love you all. And everybody, bye. Bye. bye.